Good morning. Quick one today as we are about to start our hangman workout. Um, anyway, wanted to just come on and talk briefly about the scales and how sometimes them not moving or not moving enough and us expecting too much too soon for what we're willing to do. And this is going to sound a bit like Maybe you've heard it before, but I think you can never hear this enough times, especially when you consider the world we live in, where we're bombarded with weight loss messages. And we had a Q&A last night um, with Dr. Adam Bibby, myself, and we all kind of came in um, and discussed this. And it was it's interesting that, you know, of course, a lot of people's goals are to lose weight. But... We've got to remember that everything we do, we do to change the way we feel. So consider this first. Everything we do, we do to change the way we feel. So if you don't lose a pound or it stays the same, or you go up a pound, you'll go down a pound. Hi, Sue. You've got to remember that, one, that's a very normal measure. Okay, like, are we putting too much emphasis in it? In it? even though it's a variable that has so many factors from sleep to stress to your carb intake to your salt intake to your exercise to your weather like literally if you sunburn you get inflammation water retention and you could put on weight if you suffer from hay fever you could put on weight menopause time of month like all these things that could impact our fluctuations at the very least now i'll bring this up because like I said, everything we do, we do change the way we feel. And it's quite a comforting thought. This is going to sound a bit weird, but to say the scales aren't moving, it must not be working. Therefore, I'm fa- I am failed, so I may as well do insert thing that provides instant gratification and comfort. And we can go into this, this mode. Hi, Sue. Good morning. Two Sues. Um, we can go into this mood, mode when especially when we're tired and stressed, especially when we're tired and stressed. And everything is harder when we're tired and stressed. And speaking of that, one of the ladies yesterday, um, she mentioned that the scales went down, then they went back up again. And it feels like, oh, back to square one. But then she realised something that throughout lockdown and her weight was doing this, at the very least now, she's got it going this, okay? And where would it be if you hadn't done the things that you would have done? Would it have kept going higher? So you've got to compare. Also, another message I got yesterday. I only lost a pound. But you lost a pound. You know, you've got to remember how we speak to ourselves. The transformation isn't necessarily done in, you know, how we come across to others. It's those little things we say to ourselves along the journey, along the way. And that's the main reason why the focus, what we do, is actually focus on the small habits in here. So which is the food, fitness, and the focus. Because if you can balance your stool, as we like to call it, if you can balance your stool, so you've got three elements that, because let's face it, most people know what to do, right? We know what to do. If we do more of the things, essentially, if I can help you do more of the things you know you need to do, you'll probably get great results. But if that scale tipping either way stops you doing the things you know will actually get you the results in the long term, then maybe we need to look at it differently because if you focus on that food part, it could be a calorie deficit, 
by however means. That could be um, counting them, it could be portion sizing, it could be helping you with your snacking, whatever it is. If you become more active, you're getting more toned, stronger, fitter, all these things, focus, self-care. You're doing something for you each day to help your energy, to help you feel better so that you have energy to do the things that you know you need to do with this. You're going to get better results if you do them three things more often. Now, there are a few other variables. Are your good intentions stolen? For example, um, yesterday I spoke to someone and she didn't realise that there was so much... I'm not saying fruit's bad here, but you can overeat it, right? Unlike some programs that will say, you know, fruit, just eat as much as you want, you can overeat it. And depending on your relationship with food, you know, if every time, well, I'll give you an example. This last week, the kids have been eating loads of fruit, loads of fruit, which is great, really good. And I encourage it. We put it out. But they're, them eating an apple, when they're done with an apple, there's still like half left. So what I found myself doing was going into the kitchen every time, being on the go and just going, oh, an apple, half an apple, it's healthy. And until I clocked that, you know what, I need to just get a handle on this again and just make sure, let's have a rule that I um, eat my free meal, eat free meals and actually sit down when I eat. So that every time I have the apple now, I look at it and I go, right, I've got to sit down and eat that. Oh, I actually haven't got time to do that. And I'm not even hungry. I just did it because it was procrastinating. It was delaying what I had to do. We all do it, see? When we fall into that habit, that that trigger, you know, Italian background, don't waste food, da 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 But when I think about it, you know, if I've got to sit down and eat it, I don't actually want it. Then you've got to go back to the question is how much of that was habit? Now, going back to that, good intention stolen. I'm doing everything right. I feel like I'm doing everything right. Fruit is a free food. There's no calories in that. But there is. But sometimes if we've been told that so many times, then it comes up in our conversation, in our one-to-one, then it's like, oh my, oh, because if you think about it, yes, fruit is low in calories. Yes, it's filling. Yes, it's great for you. Do include it in your diet. But here I'm talking about 10, 15, not me. This is this situation, 10, 15 fruit portions a day, if not more. And because, you know, we've been told it's a free food. And I guess what you've got to consider with this is that although it is low, if you were walking around in a supermarket and I said, yeah, just go and fill your trolley with anything under a pound. Before you know it, it will still add up. You get to the checkout and it's like, oh, that'll be £50, please. And you just had, you just spent £50. It's a bit like that with calories and, and eating free foods. We just kind of bring it in and all of a sudden it starts to add up. So there's that element to this as well. But just remember that it could actually be our thoughts about the scales, how they fluctuate. They're stopping us from doing the things that we know we need to do for long enough to get the results that we want. Little do we know that as we're doing all these things that we know we need to do, I know it's frustrating not seeing results quick enough, but if you could measure insulin sensitivity, which is blood sugar levels in terms of, I wouldn't say measure this, but I'm just saying things that are going on, you might be losing fat around your pancreas, around your liver, you're becoming less insulin resistant, you're weighing less in the night, you're sleeping a bit better. This is an example yesterday, sleeping better at night. That might not have an impact tomorrow, but over certain days, you start to have more energy. Then you start to snack less. You perceive foods as less rewarding. You don't need food as that pick-me-up anymore. Then you're consuming fewer calories. Then the scales start going. Then you lose body fat. Or you stay the same, but your body's starting to tone up. People start to mention your arms. That happened yesterday as well. Remember, there's more going on here, especially for doing the things you know you need to do. Anyway, 
that is all from me. I'm off for a hangman workout for our 6.15 session. So, speak soon. Take care.